Tom. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in. Second hour here on Tuesday morning and the coffee's starting to hit. Caffeine is kicking in. What is, uh, what's your caffeinated beverage of choice? I, for the longest time, wouldn't drink coffee while I was on the air because it, it made me kind of burpy. Speaking of burpy, you can read Barry Richards' article at WBSM.com and on the app of the time that Frank Sinatra belched on stage because of the soup that he had at a Providence restaurant. So you can read about that. But that's why I would avoid coffee until after the show. I would usually just drink tea during the show because anybody who does this and talks for a prolonged period of time, whether it be on the radio or if you're a teacher or if you're someone who is, um, you know, the leader of your team at work and you're constantly talking the whole time, you know that it's good to have a nice warm beverage to help keep your keep your throat lubricated. And so a lot of times people will drink water, but they'll drink at room temperature or even warm rather than drink ice cold water. Uh, also, tea is a big help with that. And so if I drank mostly tea while I was on the air, but I just needed more of a caffeine boost since making the move to the mornings. And so I switched over to coffee, but I don't drink any before I come in. Mainly because at home when I make coffee, I'm, I'm kind of obnoxious about it. I grind my own beans. I make it in a French press. And by the way, it's a, Burr grinder, not a blade grinder. Blade grinder makes it too bitter. You got to use a burr grinder. And then I use the French press. And so it's, you know, it's a process to make a cup of coffee. But I was like, I don't like Keurig coffee. I don't want to. And, and I got rid of my Keurig machine. But then I realized when I get to work, I just make a Keurig coffee anyway. That's what we have here. So I built a little coffee bar at home. Little, uh, I have a Keurig machine on it. And I have an espresso machine. Let me tell you, that Nespresso machine is dangerous because it's fast and easy to make. You have to drink it fast because it's espresso. And phew, your eyes will just bulge out of your head. So that, that, that really gets me going. But I'm just on the regular coffee today. So if I'm especially hyper, it's just, just me. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? Just somebody just woke me up, so I'm up. Um, I'm it was, wasn't me, was it? No, I was shoveling, pushing, really not shoveling, pushing that snow yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was heavy and wet. I broke the shovel even. It's only plastic, but 
Yeah, that's... I'm not even I'm not even supposed to be doing that, but I can't leave it because I'm I'm I'm, I'm just that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was you're right. It was heavy and wet and just slush, all slush. Yeah, but I pushed it, but it was still heavy. I cleared it really good, though. You're supposed to do the sidewalks anyway, because the city—it's a law. Yeah. The funny thing is, is after tonight, it'll all be gone. I know a lot of people left it, and um, but I do it for the mailman too, you know. Plus, I—I I don't know. I don't want to fall either. So, um, what was I going to tell you? The going to the coffee stuff, you know, the um, espresso. Mm-hmm. One time, I um. I had that at a Portuguese place. I wanted to try it, and um, I had it with Sambuca. The guy suggested you put a little Sambuca in it, but I had a few, quite a few of them, and that's no good. My God, I was shaking in bed. I couldn't sleep. It was awful. Yeah, I don't know how many you really should <laughs> should have. I have, um, so I'm still trying to figure out this machine. I guess it'll do a double espresso. And I think I could do, like, one of those, but that would probably be as much as I want to have. Yeah, well, regular coffee, I can only have a couple in the morning, and then if I do it after supper uh, or later in the day, I can't sleep. I don't know what's wrong, but my body must be different. There's people that drink that all day and night. Mm -hmm. I I I can drink coffee late at night and still go to bed, no problem. Uh, right afterwards, um, and and I was always the same way too with like Coca Cola, but then because I'm on this weight loss plan, I stopped drinking regular Coke and I I drink Coke Zero. The other night I had a regular Coke instead, and I had it maybe like around six o'clock with dinner, and then I had trouble falling asleep. I was like, oh my gosh, I I dozed off on the couch uh, or on the chair for a little bit, but then when I went to go to actual bed, I I couldn't sleep. Yeah, because it's got a lot of caffeine in it. And, and and I just hadn't had a regular Coke for so long that it, it kind of threw me off. Oh, another thing I wanted to tell you about the honey, about the um, throat. There's these, these honey um, cough drops you can buy, and they're really good. They're named Honey, H-O-N-E-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, stop and shop at them this week, two for four. They're nice on your throat. Plus, it says on it, um, and there's not a lot of calories in them. It's only 20 calories. It's all natural. And it says that drop it in a cup of tea. Oh. I'm going to try it because it soothes your throat even better. Yeah. I have a, I have some of that throat coat tea, too, for if I start to, you know, get a sore throat. I actually had a sore throat starting last week. Went out and got some, uh, you know, some of the generic Tussin. You know, not Robitussin, the generic, the Tussin. And, uh, and that knocked it right back. I'm lucky I haven't gotten anything yet. I shouldn't say that because it'll backfire probably. A lot of people are getting a lot of colds. And I heard on the um, uh, national news that the flu is revving up. Yeah, this is this, this time of year. Yep. Anyways, one more thing I want to ask you. I'm going to be like Lamone today. <laughs> 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 I can't. <laughs> I um, I used to on that Ozempic. Uh, I'm on uh, Monjaro, but yes, I still am. I thought you were gonna quit it and then to go on your own, do your own, try it on your own. No, no, I'm 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 still about maybe about forty pounds away from where I want to be, and then we'll we'll see where we go from there. So how long are you gonna stay on it? Uh, it depends on when I get there. 
but does it is it curbing your appetite or are you getting used to it? Oh no, I, it still definitely curbs my appetite. Yeah, I don't. I barely eat anything. All right. The, the, I know you used to talk about all the food. Now you don't talk about none of that. Oh, I still talk about food all the time. What are you talking about? I'm always <laughs> talking about food. <laughs> I just wrote an article about uh, chili cheese. Uh, what was it? Chili cheese hot dog fries, whatever. Chili cheese dog fries. Yeah. Where I mean, did they get those? Sixes and sevens downtown. What's that? It used to be Cobblestones. It's in the former Cobblestones building oh, on 6th really? Street. Yep. Great place. That's what they call it now? Mm-hmm. Is it breakfast and lunch? Nope. It's a, it's a, it's a bar and, uh, you know, like kind of like pub-type food. They have smash burgers. They have hot dogs. They have wings. And uh, they have the chili cheese dog fries. They need to order, um, advertise on your show. I I agree. I didn't even know it was there. I'll have to try it. Yeah, it's very good. Okie dokie. Have right. a great day. Well, you get some rest. We'll talk later. Yeah. Bye-bye. And if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. You can also send in app chat messages on the WBSM app, and you can send in open line voicemails on the WBSM app if you want to do that. But the, uh, yeah, the article is up at WBSM.com and on the app. It is the chili cheese dog fries at sixes and sevens. That's the ultimate shareable bar food because, uh, trust me, Two people, or maybe even more people, are going to be able to share this while you're having a couple of drinks. And I've gone there a few times now, and I've had this dish. Now, I can't eat a lot of French fries in general. Like, even before I was on my my weight loss plan, French fries were just not something that I, I ate a ton of. But once you get these covered in cheese whiz and hot, you know, like a hot cheese sauce and hot dog coins, you know, chopped up hot dogs, fried jalapenos, onions, and chili, beef and bean chili. Oh, man. This is, I mean, you can keep your nachos. These are way more of a great food to have with a couple of beers. And you can check out the pictures and all the details in the story. I also have another story up there which I don't know how much people out there care about these true crime stories. I don't know how much you're following the story of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. I talked about it yesterday. You know, the Lifetime released this new series over the past weekend, the, what was it, the Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And there's a lot of people who just say they're glorifying a murderer. She is legitimately a convicted murderer. It's second-degree murder. She didn't actually murder her mother. She just arranged it with her boyfriend at the time, but she served eight and a half years out of a 10-year sentence, was released on parole, and is now everywhere. She's doing podcasts, and she has an Instagram, and all kinds of stuff. And so there are a lot of people that are upset with the glorification of this person. But I also notice that these are people who are true crime fans in general. I'm like, well, you're glorifying it anyway. Whether you think she's guilty or innocent or whether you think, well, I mean, I guess she was guilty no matter what because she pled guilty. But whether you think she was justified in what she did or not, it doesn't matter. You glorify it just by 
paying attention to and following along with true crime. And, and that's the, the part that disturbs some people about this national obsession that we have with true crime stories. Is people say it just glorifies these crimes themselves. I look at it from a different perspective. I look at it more from the mindset of people. Well, there's there's two two reasons why people get obsessed about these kind of cases. One, people don't like an unsolved mystery. They, I mean, they love it because they want to try to solve it, but they don't like to leave a mystery unsolved. They like to try to figure it out and think that what they have figured out is the answer. So that's why they're drawn to these cases. That's why they're drawn to these stories. And then two, people love a good redemption story too. So there are a lot of people who are rooting for this person based on her background and what happened to her and saying, you know, I I hope that she can become a, a positive and productive member of society. There's also those who want to see somebody like this fail. But I think it says a lot about people too, what their experience is with emotional and physical abuse and how they process that particular case. Because if you are someone who has dealt with that in your life, you have empathy for this girl and you have empathy for the situation she was in. You might not be pushed to murder, but at least you have some semblance of understanding. And people who didn't endure that, I think, have no tolerance for her reasoning. And to be fair, she has expressed remorse, and that's why she was paroled. But anyway, while watching that series, there was a very small connection to New England. So I just wrote about it because... It happened so fast, people might have missed it if they did watch it. And even if they didn't watch it, they say, well, why would I care about this case? It happened in Missouri and the family's from Louisiana. Why do I care? So you can read about that at WBSM.com and on the app and see what you think. But it is a fascinating story. Even though it's been done multiple times now, And I only found out about this case last week. I literally had never heard of this. I know that's hard to believe in the the modern day news cycle and all the true crime, but I had no idea about this case until she was released. But I've consumed some of the different media about it. And even though I've seen the story retold now multiple times, I still find it just as fascinating. And apparently there's more to come. Apparently Lifetime is working on uh, another series. So it's it's the story that's not going to go away. 508-996-0500. I am going to go away for a few moments, so I've got to take a break, and we'll be back right after that. Let's take a quick call here before the news. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, my friend. How you doing? Good, good. Um, yeah, so tomorrow me and Mike, some of my members of my uh, team were meeting in Dartmouth, getting a rental van, driving out of Florida, playing a national championship Saturday night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Semi-pro, yeah. And um, it, it can, people can follow us on um, boxcast.com. 
TV. Okay. It's live stream. And I suggest, like, the game kickoff is te- 7 o'clock, so try to get on the site by, like, quarter of 10. I'll doubt you know you're locked in. And um, j- just like our season, we played 12 games this year. Ten regulars, we won them. Then we won the two. We went undefeated. Six of our games are in the rain, and we're going to leave tomorrow during the storm. So <laughs> it's all <really> appropriate. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good sign, yeah. It's a good omen. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so doing the last-minute things, and I'm purpose breaking up my sleep now because – um, five of us are going to share the driver, and we're going to drive straight through. So when I used to be a fisherman, when we were done fishing, I always, whether it was night or day, it didn't matter. It was a safety thing in my mind constantly. I'd stay up, and everybody would take like two hours at the wheel, but they always had me as backup, even if I was just sitting there reading a book or sitting at the table playing cards. So so yesterday I started working up my sleep, and today, and that way by the time we get going on the road, so... Yeah. And the back seat of the van, we're going to use people just utilize it for sleeping. So, well, hopefully but, it's uh, a it's a smooth and easy trip despite the weather, and uh, hopefully uh, you come back with a win. Yeah, hey, I was thinking the other day, right? Now with all this new transition with city council and all the different issues we've gone through, right? I know back in I think September, October, someone was talking about. Um, they weren't sure. Do you guys still have somebody covering the city council meetings, the regular meetings? We don't currently know. Oh, okay, yeah, because I remember somebody brought it up, and I, I, I think it was like they were trying to work on it, but yeah, so yeah, we're 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 working on that, but it's a, it's hard, you know, you got to get the right person. It's not it's not an easy gig for everybody, right? It's a yeah, lot of absolutely. lot of nuance to it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You got to not just be able to report, but you can be able to engage with these people and have a good report. So yeah, mm-hmm. and you got to get all the history of everything down before you can start going there and covering everything and understanding it too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, well again, I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see you're doing good and keep up with the good work you're doing with your health and your weight and stuff. It's yeah. probably affects all your health, so mm-hmm. you know you're getting better. So. Well, thank you, and again, I hope everything well, goes, goes well I'll on your trip. It. I'll check in with you um, Thursday morning. I figure by the time you get your show going, we should be probably mid 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 Georgia, maybe southern Georgia. If sure, out. absolutely. Yeah. All right. All look right, forward buddy. to it. Talk to you later. Thanks, Phil. Take it easy. Bye bye. All right, it is time now to go into the newsroom. On the other side of that, more of your calls, 508-996-0500. But let's get the news now with Ariel. Former President Trump is expected to appear in two different courtrooms this week over efforts to overturn the 2020 election and his civil fraud case. He's planning to attend today's hearing in a Washington, D.C. federal appeals court where the judges are deciding if he has presidential immunity when it comes to any actions taken regarding the election. Then on Thursday, he'll be in New York for closing arguments in the fraud case. Republican Congressman Matt Rosendale of Montana plans to introduce one or more articles of impeachment for high crimes and misdemeanors against Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin today. It comes as Austin is facing criticism over his lack of transparency when his hospitalization went unreported. Senior defense officials said... Senior defense officials and the White House were not made aware of the situation for several days. Former White House medical advisor Anthony Fauci is expected to sit for a second day of questioning today from the House Select Subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. Fauci was in a closed door meeting for seven hours yesterday, taking questions from lawmakers on the pandemic, the role of the federal government versus state government and the origins of the virus. 
The Fort Worth, Texas Fire Department is investigating the cause of an explosion at a downtown hotel on Monday. There were reports of a strong smell of gas in the area before the explosion blew a large hole in the lower part of the building. At least 21 people were injured, with over a dozen of those hospitalized. A lunar lander mission is being scrapped after suffering a critical malfunction less than a day after launch. Astrorobotic technology was trying to become the first private company to land on the moon, but the Peregrine spacecraft was hit with propulsion issues shortly after launch Monday, keeping the vehicle from changing its batteries and causing a fuel leak. The opening bell rings this morning on Wall Street after stocks closed higher to start the new week. All three major Averages posted gains despite a sell-off in Boeing shares weighing on sentiment in early trading. In sports, the Pacers have now won seven of their last eight games after rallying past the Celtics 133-131. to Jalen Brown led all scores with 40 points. Drew Holiday scored 21 points, six rebounds, and six assists. And the Celtics will host the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow night. The Patriots head coach Bill Belichick met with the media in a video conference Monday morning. Belichick said that he was disappointed with how the season went and that he remains under contract. He also mentioned that he will meet with owner Robert Kraft, but did not acknowledge whether Kraft has given him any indications his job is in jeopardy. And the Bruins began their four-game road trip with 4-3 shootout loss to the Colorado Avalanche. Brad Marchand opened the scoring with a power play goal in the first period. Johnny Beecher found the back of the net during the middle frame, and Marchand scored his second of the night in the third. Boston will visit the Arizona Coyotes tonight. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Mostly clear skies this morning with cold temperatures in the mid to low 20s as we head into the afternoon. Mostly cloudy with rain moving in late in the evening. Meanwhile, the temperature this afternoon around 40 winds pick up overnight tonight and the temperature climbs into the low 50s by 5 o'clock in the morning. Heavy rain is expected overnight tonight, giving way to numerous advisories and watches across the area. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. For- From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Sometimes with those 80s pop hits, we we don't really pay attention enough to the lyrics because there was so much flash in production in the 80s. But try to catch the deluge in a paper cup. I mean, think about that imagery. Think about that tonight (laughs) as you're trying to catch the deluge in a paper cup as it's coming down around your home. Well, if that's the case, if you are worried about that, if you're trying to catch that deluge with a paper cup inside your house because your roof is leaking, that means you need to call Precision Window and Kitchen. 
I know you're thinking, well, that's who I call when I need my windows replaced, even one pane of glass in my window replaced, if I need my screens redone, anything like that, or if I want my kitchen or bathroom remodeled, if I want my entryway doors replaced, that's who I would call for that precision window and kitchen. But you can also call them for your roof. They've been doing roofs for a long time, and they do them with precision. They will make sure that they get your roof replaced quickly, effectively, and in time before the next big round of storms. So don't wait around. Don't try to make it through the season if you know that there's already a problem. If you've got paper cups all over trying to catch that deluge, you want to make sure that you call Precision Window and Kitchen or stop by their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. Talk with them about the different materials that they use. They can actually show you some of them right there in the showroom. Or go online to precisionwindowandkitchen.com. And when you go to the website, you can sign up for a free, no-obligation estimate where they will come down, take a look, and let you know exactly what to expect. That's the kind of service that they put in to every job that they do at Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford. All right, let's go back to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Reverend. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Much better. Sounds it. So we're back on Gypsy, right? We're going to talk about Gypsy again now, who who never should have got out of jail, who talked to a sucker boyfriend into killing the mother. But I'm sorry. I'm of the mindset that if you're going to kill someone, you're going to take a life, you give yours. She should have never got out. That's disgusting what happened. She could have stopped it a lot sooner. And she wasn't in that much misery. If you look it up, there's lots of pictures of her with her mother. And she smiled and all happy and all. She knew what she was going through, and she didn't like it, and she waited a long time, and she found a sucker to kill her mother, and he's never getting out. So she talked him into this murder, and he's never getting out. He's still in jail, and he's going to die there, and they're letting her out. I don't understand. The panel on the parole board, they've got to be idiots. They have to be. Well, I think, so when you're the parole board, you are... Um, you know, there's kind of a formula that you follow to some degree. So she was only eligible for a maximum of 10 years because she agreed to the, the, the deal that was worked out with the prosecutors was for second degree murder. So the maximum penalty they could give her was, was 10 years. And well, that's another thing. I don't believe in deals. No deal. Well, I no mean, deal. she conjured up that murder in her head and she found a sucker to do it for her, figuring all. Oh, the jury's going to feel sorry for me. Uh, I'll get away with this. And she certainly did. She went to jail, but she's now walking free. And the sucker is locked up. Look at the one I really feel sorry for who did commit murder. Uh, oh, what was her last name? Betty. Betty Broderick. Remember her? Uh, yeah. Her husband and the new wife, the younger new wife. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sorry that she's in jail. Because like I said, you take life, you give yours and no other way out. I felt sorry for everything she went through because she got a bad deal from her husband. I'm sorry. She she worked hard to put him through colleges, and she paid for his education so he could get the jobs he wanted. And, he, and look what she went through. And then she got so frustrated by all that hurt and pain because she still loved him. And so she had to go and conjure up a way to kill the both of them. She shot the girl first in the bed two times and the husband in the chest and and he was he was still trying to survive. He got shot. He was trying to reach for the phone. I I followed that plenty of times. The first trial, it was uh, a hung jury, I think it was. And the second one, though, the prosecution was very successful the second time around. She got two terms plus extra years 
by having uh, an illegal firearm and all that other crap. Now, I'm not sorry she's in jail because she killed, but I'm sorry for what she had to go through to get to that point. If you think you want to kill somebody and you hate them that much, the best thing quickly, as soon as you have that first thought, is to go seek help and try to prevent that because then you're in jail forever. This woman, that she was turned down for parole, Betty Broderick, two times, two, three times. And now she won't come up for parole again until she's about 84 years old, 20, 2032, I think that's what it, what it was. And so she, she's not getting out. She's going to just die there. And she's been in jail from the very first day that they arrested her and put her there. No, no bail, nothing. She went to jail when they arrested her and never was out on the street again all that time. So oh. this was the gypsy. I'm sorry. You kill you give your life up. That's the way I feel. Thank you for your time. All right. You have a good day. You too. And and I there's a number of people who, who feel that way. There's a number of people who feel that it doesn't matter if uh, it was her hand on the knife or not. Uh, there are a number of people who feel like she's far more manipulative than she's being portrayed, that she's she's being portrayed as this, you know, this uh, this victim when in actuality... You know, she might have been part of the con. That this is just, you know, revisionist history, a way to kind of make herself out to look like she was the victim. And that maybe she was playing along with the con the whole time. I don't know. They, in, I forget which one of the documentaries it was, but they had, um, I think it was the, the prison confessions, but they had someone who was talking about, you know, not only those who are the victims of Munchausen by proxy, but also... The bringing in the idea of Stockholm syndrome, where you know a, a person who is abducted falls in love with their captor. They think that their captor is actually taking care of them, and that's a real thing. It's 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 kind of the same concept of why you know battered people stay with the person who is abusing them. Because they have that that Stockholm syndrome where they feel like I'm stuck. I can't get out of the situation. I might as well love this person as much as I can and hope that they'll change. And I think that that's a big part of why. And also you have to take into account too what this person was told their entire life, what Gypsy Rose was told her entire life, that she wasn't intelligent, that she couldn't do all these things that she was helpless and she didn't know how much of it was true and how much of it wasn't at least according to what she's telling so i mean you don't even know if if you really have cancer the only thing she knew was that she could walk and her mother told her you can make yourself worse by walking and what do you do when you don't have those direct conversations with your doctors and you're dependent on your parent to tell you everything? You don't think your parent's going to lie to you. It wasn't until, based on the way she tells the story, until she realized how old she really was that she realized the extent of how much her mother had been lying to her. So, I don't know. It's all how much you want to believe, I guess. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, Tim. I wondered if Mary had picked up her Christmas gift. Oh, I don't. I don't think she has yet. Nope. I think it's still in my office. I know she's been under the weather, but Mary, it is. It is here in my office and waiting for you when you can come by. All right. 
I was curious, but thank you, Tim. All right. Thank you. You have a good day. You too. And uh, I, yeah, I kept meaning to make a call out to her uh, on the air to let her know it's still here for her. But um, now that you're feeling better, Mary, come on by and pick it up. Uh, if I'm not here, you know, somebody will be able to get it for you out of my office. All right. I've got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. It's a great one from Heart. Heart, I, people dump on the 80s Heart songs, but man, I love them. I, I think they were great in the 80s. 70s stuff is gold. Love them in the 80s. Not a fan of All I Want to Do Is Make Love to You. I hate that song. But anyway, Never is a great one and an underappreciated one. In fact, I saw Heart in Worcester um, a few years ago, uh, quite a while ago now, actually. But... Uh, I think that was the one, it was either that or What About Love that they didn't do. And I was like, what? How could you not do that song? But it was a great show. Fantastic show. And I know that the Wilson sisters are having some issues these days. So it might be a while before we see them all together again. Uh, but you know where you can see people coming together? The Zyterian and local organizations are inviting students to a free HBCU college fair on Monday, January 15th. That's right. On Martin Luther King Day, the Zaitarian and local organizations are holding a free HBCU college fair. You can connect with HBCU graduates, learn about scholarships, and experience HBCU culture with the cast of Drumline Live. Now, a lot of you might be asking, what is an HBCU? If you're not familiar, it's a historically black college and university. So this is a chance for uh, students, prospective students in this area, to learn about some of these HBCUs. And to talk with graduates and learn about scholarships and, and ways that they can attend. So this is happening January 15th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Andrea McCoy Rec Center in New Bedford. You can register and learn more by going to Zyterian.org. So go to the Z's website, Zyterian.org, and you can find out more about this free HBCU college fair happening Monday, January 15th at the McCoy Rec Center in New Bedford. And we will keep reminding you about that uh, all the way through until uh, next Monday. But again, 11 to 2 if you want to go and check that out. All right, I do have to take one more break in this hour, so I'm going to do that right now. Uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, after the 8 o'clock news, we'll be joined by Amanda Jacob. She is from an organization that has just started called Hopeful Outreach of Cape Cod. And what they're trying to do is they're looking for uh, collecting donations for local members of the community who are currently homeless, in recovery, veterans, or others in need. 
and they are making winter bags for the homeless with things like jackets, hand warmers, gloves, and more. So they are working on trying to collect more of that. And so we'll talk with her coming up uh, after the 8 o'clock news and find out how you can help. And, of course, we always do whatever we can to help folks here uh, on the radio and in the community. Got to take that final break. We'll be right back. All right. That's going to wrap up another hour. We will be talking with Amanda Jacob uh, coming up the next hour of Hopeful Outreach of Cape Cod for a few moments to talk about these uh, these new um, – what, what's the actual term here that they're calling them? They're coming up with these donation packages for those who are in need. I, I can't find the exact verbiage, but that's all right. She can tell us all about it when she joins us coming up after the news. And then we'll take more of your phone calls, 508 996